Hi, y'all. It's Angela, and I'm back for another episode of Business Unveiled. And I am so, so, so excited about today's guest because she has been on our old podcast that was Weddings Unveiled. And we both have had a few transitions in our careers, as well as this journey in the creative crazy world, but fun and rewarding as we call it. And so her name is Curry and Curry is amazing at creativity. She is the owner and lead designer of Curry and Co. Events, LLC. She's from Nashville, Tennessee, where I'm from, but... I'm pretty sure sure she'll go wherever her clients need her to go because she's always up for a great challenge. Welcome to Business Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you thrive in the creative community. Here's your host, events and productivity consultant, Angela Profit. Hi, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Business Unveiled, expert tips and secrets from top creative industry professionals, where we take you behind the scenes of our past experiences in the creative industry and share with you what we have learned from them and how they have made us stronger. This podcast will help you grow a productive and profitable business to launch you into success within the creative industry. Are you looking for a community of like-minded people to help you GSD? That's get shit done for your business. Well, guess what? If you are serious, and I mean serious, about being a leader as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur, a small business owner, whatever you want to call it, you are personally invited to an exclusive Facebook group called I Am a GSD Leader, where we all collaborate on giving value and getting value. So here's the link. Are you ready? It's bit.ly slash I Am a GSD Leader. So send me a request and let's get going on GSD. Curry, thank you for being here. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. I was looking forward to this all week long. Yay! Um, yeah, this is, I call this the, um, the where are they now episode. <laughs> and, and I love it because, so you guys, Curry reached out to me um, via just social media and she's like, hey, I think it would be a great idea to chat with you so that your audience and your listeners can know how drastically your life and your business can change for the better in a year. And so Curry has been alongside me for, I would say, over half of my journey as an entrepreneur and um, really stuck in there. We both come from a healthcare background and there's just so many levels um, that we connected when I first met her. And so for, for those of you who haven't been on our Instagram for a very long time since we've had it, we have a contest called Angela SOS and Curry was our very first winner and she didn't know she won something. So Curry, share with us how that went down. <laughs> so 
I've always followed Angela and all of her fabulous weddings for years, um, since I first started seven years ago. Um, and she ran this contest and it was an hour of free business training with her. And I was like, oh my God, you can't put a price on that. Like I have got to, I'm just going to wing it. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to apply. I'm going to submit. I'm going to follow. I'm going to like, um, and I hope that I win because that's like having an opportunity to sit down with Oprah and you not take it. Like, why would you not do that? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I did. And so I get this. I, I, I knew that the contest was coming out. I knew that it was going to be revealed shortly. Um, but in the meantime, I received this email from this young lady who said, I'm helping my friend who's the bride. And um, we need to meet with you. Uh, we're getting married at the Skirmahorn. And um, she wants to meet with a couple florists and she wants to, you know, she, I'll be in town. So I'm going to help meet some of the vendors for her. And I was like, that's fine. Um, I'm always throwing curveballs. I will meet with grooms and mothers and all types of people. So I don't mind at all. So I get there and I'm like, you know what? They're getting married at the Skirmahorn. Like, I got to make sure I bring it. Like, I'm going to bring coffee. Like, I'm going to take them down to the West End and, and go to the little coffee shop and, and just get them some snacks, whatever. Like, trying to impress them. And I get there and they're like, no, we actually have a room for you to go to. And I was like, what? That's <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. And then I'm going in the elevator and I'm trying to get some information out of this young lady, like the maid of honor, and she's not budging. She has a poker face on. Why does this girl have a poker face on? I'm like, we're just talking about weddings. Like you could share some information. And we get up there and I'll open these double doors and it's Angela with these poppers and streamers everywhere. And she's like, you what? And I'm like, Oh my God, I've never been speechless in my life, but every, that was, and then it's this big, huge 70 inch TV with my Instagram, um, a picture of my Instagram up there and this big sign that says, congratulations, Curry. And that was the moment that everything changed. And that was probably about three years ago. Yeah. Like it gives me chills. And the funny thing is, is like, I was kind of in the dark as you were. So I had a strategy planning day um, with one of my newer team members at the time. And so we're halfway through the strategy day and she's like, so I picked a winner for this contest that we're doing on how you can help give back to the community. And um, she just comes up with these things. And I'm like, that sounds great. I'll, you know, I mean, I'll help anybody (laughs) who, you know, actually wants to do better. And so she, she's like, I need you the day before. She's like, I need you to bring some of those popper things that we use at some of the weddings. And um, do you, in iTunes, like, do you have that celebration song, you know, that they play at every wedding? I'm like, yeah, I probably, and, and I didn't think anything of it because, you know, I just, there's too much going on in my head half the time. And so I'm like, I'll just, put the poppers in my car and I'll figure out when I get there. So about five minutes before you came up, she's like, oh, um, the time, we need to take a break. And I'm like, a break? I'm like, do you need to go to the bathroom? Like, we don't really take breaks. And she's like, no, no. She's like, I picked a winner and um, she's parking right now. I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like, I picked a winner and I kind of told her a story. And so I hope that you don't care. But like, she thinks that she's coming to meet with a bride and you're not a bride. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, I'm so confused. And she's like, no, it's just, it's the winner for, it's our first winner for Anne. 
Angela SOS and like we're in this beautiful room doing a strategy day at the Westin, which you guys, if you aren't from Nashville, first off, backing up the Skirmahorn is the Symphony Center in Nashville, right in the middle of the heart of downtown. It's gorgeous. It's probably one of our favorite places to work corporate, but really for weddings. I mean, it is um, just, they have everything from A to Z and it is quite nice to be able to be in the heart of downtown, but also be secluded. So it's a beautiful location. And then the West End, which is right down the road, which is, I don't know, 30 something floors high. And we were almost on the top. So you can like see the whole city and I'm all about views and I get inspiration from that. And so so this this team member, she's like, all right, I'm going down to get her and then we're going to be back up. And oh, by the way, I need you to get those poppers and turn that song on. And she's like, so the next hour, um, she's like, we're just, we're going to talk to the winner. Her name is Curry. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> that was it. Oh so, my God. You know, so I was caught off guard just like you were. Um, but I knew that we were picking a winner. I just didn't know how we were going to do it. And so I love being surprised in giving other team members the leverage to like do whatever they feel can really make a difference in someone's life. And so when you reached out to me and you were like, I really want to do another follow-up podcast. Now we're talking more like business and strategy on the podcast and, and tell people like this can work, this can happen because where you were and like where you are now, first off, I'm so proud of you, <laughs> but just share with us. And, and before we even go onto your business, like Curry has children. How many kids do you have? Four. Four. Okay, y'all. Not one, not two, not three, but four. Mm -hmm. She has an amazing supportive husband. Like she's a family mom and she runs a business and she used to have a job. Like you can't tell me or give me any excuses that you can't do this because if yeah. she can do it, you can do it. So one in college. And which is crazy. I mean, and he's playing football, right? At UT? Yep. For you. Go yes. balls. <laughs> Go balls. I went to UT. And so we were so good when I was there. Peyton Manning was there. So we like used to win. And so hopefully your son will help bring us back to life. <laughs> Go I'm balls. Hoping. That is my prayer. Right. And so just take us along your journey. I mean, I know that you've always been creative. I, we know that you worked in healthcare, but when did you really know, like, okay, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to jump. I can do this. And how has your business changed since we've last had you on the podcast? So honestly, and not to put a lot of pressure on you, <laughs> But <laughs> that meeting literally changed my life. I, I'm not lying to you. Your listeners need to know this. This is not a game. This is not a drill. This is code red. This is for real. <laughs> it was like these people, these creative women saw something enough in you to choose you. They've had hundreds of entries so many companies to choose from, so many business owners, so many different type of businesses, but for some reason, something stuck out about you. And if they saw a little bit of something in me, then I have got to see something in myself. So Absolutely. 
like literally right after I met with you guys and I left that hotel, I tried to do a cartwheel like in the parking lot. <laughs> it didn't I love so it. Well, but I was like, oh, next time. But as soon as I got in the car, I get this email from Layla Fox Photography. She's a photographer that's based in Lebanon. And she sent me all of the photos from the first wedding that I did once I got back off of maternity leave. And to see how beautiful those photos were, I was like, this is God sending me a sign. The stars are aligning. It literally brought tears to my eyes. I think I was happy for at least two weeks. Like the sky could have fell. Somebody could have broke a bone. Lights could have got turned off. I didn't care. I was like, I'm happy. And everything is all perfect, you know? And it, (laughs) that just, it changed everything. When I left there, Aja still to this day, I still have this list on my Google Drive, but Aja gave me a list of things to do and things to work on Um, as far as social media is concerned, as far as um, editing and um, verbiage and creative ways. Like she just gave me this wonder list. And every single time I finished something on that list, I would check it off. I mean, even three years later to say that I'm done with that entire, I think the last thing is like, the final website but that's it like and I think that's getting done August 1st um yeah because I my website is like have done have not done I have to be um extremely proud of what I'm putting out and if I don't feel like I'm at that point or I feel if I don't feel like I have images that are worthy um then I just won't do it. Like I got to get to a certain point. And so I'm finally there. Um, It's taken a while, but I am a little bit of a perfectionist because I feel like I got one time to do this one time to get it right. I've always worked full time and did weddings here and there, but this is, this is it. This is my coming out party. This is, this is all I have. Um, So I just to go back a little bit. So as far as the corporate world, I took this job. It was a really good job. Um, and it was a lot of money and I was excited, uh, because it was more into the marketing. So I was more of like hospital liaison, still marketing to the local hospitals here in Nashville, but really more of the marketing. And I was so excited about that because learning to market in healthcare was essentially also going to help me market in my own business because it's, it's, it's it's literally the same thing. How do you get referrals um, from case managers at hospitals in order for them to send them to your building or your facility? You go out, you meet with them, you bring nut and bunk cakes, you bring Christy cookies, you chat with these women, you make friends with them. It's the same food. Bring food <laughs> to the doorkeepers. <laughs> Correct, and that's and that's and that's what was key. But something like huge happened, and I got laid off from that job. And I did everything right. My numbers were perfect. Everything was good. Bought brand new relationships to that company that they've never had before. New hospitals that they've never received referrals from. Um, Two weeks into the job, I found out that the lady who I was replacing, they said that she was um, on medical leave. That was a lie. She was actually locked up in jail. Oh. 
Yeah, she had three DUIs. Oh, and she had to turn herself in. So I was brought into this company with false pretenses, like they did not tell the truth up front. This lady got released from jail, and they bought her back PRN. WTF? And, <laughs> yes, and then they decided to keep her. Wow. Over me. Um, wow. I don't understand how anybody can market without having a driver's license. First of all, how you get, you can't Uber everywhere nope. to every hospital. You just can't do it. Um, that's clearly a felony charge. And I kept saying, God, what is going on? What is, what is this? I mean, to the point where the employer asked me not to sue them. Wow. Like, wow, this is, this is crazy. Normally I've tried to leave corporate multiple times and my husband's like, are you crazy? We have kids, we have food, we have this, <laughs> we need to pay this, you know. But this time he was like, Curry, I don't know. This this is, if there's a better time for you to do it, it's it's do it now. You know, he's like, it's the perfect opportunity. He's Everything like, happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. So for the last three months, I have been running my business full-time. I have been marketing full-time. I have been strategizing. I have things in the works that I'm so excited about that I can hardly contain myself. So I can't wait till we get to the part where you start to ask me about that. (laughs) (laughs) But you have made so many improvements, like in such a short period. And like, I just want to say it again, because, you know, Everything happens for a reason. And when sometimes we think it's like the worst thing in the world and we're looking at it so negatively and it's like, God, why are you doing this to me? But I mean, there's a higher power in charge. And sometimes you just have to let that higher power be in charge. And so it, it's, it's like a blessing and a curse, but you don't know it's a blessing until you're like, okay, I got this thing. But, yeah. you know, I know just because I know you, like within those, that time frame, instead of spending nine to five working for someone else and building up their business in that time, I know that you have used that time wisely and so you have created processes and strategies and relationships and it frees up your time to focus and you put yourself out there. You put your face out there. You're consistent. And like you said, you followed a plan that Aja gave you. And before we move on to, to that, what's the, what's the most impact on that list, which I know the, the list is a little lengthy and you can't do everything in a week or even a month. What would you say is like the number one thing you did that stuck out? The biggest thing for me would be social media. Uh, do not be afraid. Um, a lot of people that are in this industry that I run into typically are a lot younger than me. Um, and it's, they have no kids. They have, you know, some of them don't even have dogs. They just, it's just them. And they have hours and hours and hours to do social media and to create content. And I said, you know what, Curry, you can do it. But Angela said, make a schedule. Yeah. There's time. There's a place to get shit done. GSD. I'm not sitting there listening to all your podcasts because I feel like it. No, 
This is free information that is out there for anybody to listen to. And, and, I, and I, I go back and I listen to them again. I listen to every single podcast a year ago. Then I turn back around the next year and I listen to it again. And I was like, oh, that same thing happened to me. And I knew how to deal with it because Angela told me, you know, and it's like, you know, this happened and having a rain plan and all these different things. Um, but that was the thing that stuck out the most to me is that Aja said, Curry, you have got to get with the times, girl. You have got to get on social media. You have got to be consistent. And for me, the thing that I struggled with the most was brand identity. I was taught by five or six different florists um, five, seven years ago, how to create the artistry of floral design. So I could do anything. That's why a lot of people ask me to freelance because they can make a mock-up and I can just do it. And it's not hard for me at all. But I had to identify what my style is, my personal style. Um, so, you know, you have those people who love the very moody um, designs, very dark designs. You have the ones that will like primarily work with just hydrangea and, you know, peonies and that kind of thing. But I said, what is curry? What is Curry and Co. events? How am I going to stick out in such a saturated market? What makes me different? And what have you learned? This aha moment came. This aha moment came and I said, I have got to be true to myself. I have. So what we're going to do, and and this this is what's going on in the next 30 days. We have, we are launching Curry and Co. Lux. Curry and Co. Lux is a, it's basically where you have, I have a relationship with vendors in every single category. Three vendors in each category. So I have three wedding planners to choose from. I have three photographers to choose from. I have three cake designers, pastry chefs to choose from, but these are vendors that I worked with before that in some sort of capacity that I know that their stuff is amazing, that their services are on point, that I never have any issue. Um, Like all of my draping now comes from Quest. I've worked with them on multiple occasions with different florists, different different event event vendors, um, and I've worked with them personally. And so they're my go-to people for draping. Um, because I know they're going to be there for uh, set up and strike on time. I know that the drapes are going to be steamed. I know that they're going to bring extras. It's just, I had a bad wedding experience where I had to work with some vendors that I've never worked with before. And some stuff was dropped off that was the incorrect item. And we couldn't do anything to fix it. And at that point, I said, you know what? No, I want to create a dream team. So Curry and Colux is you basically choosing to work with these groups of vendors that I have, because I can guarantee other than mother nature that everything else is going to be on point. Everything else is going to be beautiful. It's, I mean, I can't tell you looking at a picture and seeing some linens that are not steamed (laughs) by the wedding planner drives me nuts. Laziness. Drives me (laughs) nuts. And so I'm like, no, if my team is part of this, is that not only are we going to do the floral, but we're going to be a part of the overall design. 
I'm going to go with you to please be seated. And we're going to pick out the, 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 uh, the stemware and the glassware and the chargers and the plates. We are going to go to Quest and we're going to pick out chandeliers. We are going to go to Bright Events and we're going to pick out, you know, everything that we need to pick out. We're going to go to La Tavola and we're going to look at linens. Um, we're going to do this with your wedding planner. Um, but I have got to be a part of the overall design because eventually within the next two years, we are trying to transition into an overall design firm where we can just do total design, whether it's for corporate or weddings or whatever. And I just got some exciting stuff today that just happened um, that nobody knows. So only your listeners are going to hear this, but. Um, what is it? What is it? What is it? So, there's a there's a restaurant called Steak here in Nashville. They um their steak in New York has this really beautiful floral hedge wall that's like a permanent fixture. Um, it is obviously silks so that it can last forever. But they've asked me to do that for them. But that's so, okay, right? Uh, no, that's it's amazing. perfectly fine because it's such steak is such a great brand. Um, it's a great steakhouse. I mean, their motto is it's not your dad's average steakhouse. So it ain't. <laughs> that, that wouldn't have happened three years ago because I was not marketing the way that I was supposed to. I was not making the connections that I needed to. You told me that if I go out and I go to these marketing events and this, know who's going to be there prior to. Know who you want to talk to. Don't go there. I don't have time to waste. So if I'm going to be there for 40 minutes, I am going, there's three people guaranteed that I know who I want to talk to. I want to make a connection with them. I want to introduce myself to them and I want to leave. So I remember you telling me like, if you're going to go somewhere, know who you're going to talk to before you get there. Like, just don't go and walk the room. That's right. Like we all got free time. So there are so many things that winning that contest changed for me personally and just gave me a sense of um, what just confidence, just confidence because I, I, I did not know how beautiful my work was. I just thought it was gorgeous. And you, you know, you have your mom and your husband who were like, it's beautiful. But I'm like, you technically have to say that. Right. But to see people on the outside, like I've, you know, I've recently been working a lot with um, a place called The Flower Shop here in Nashville, and she is extremely creative. And just to see all these beautiful designs and to see the things that I've created and I've touched, and I'm like, oh my God, I really can do any design. I really can help anybody, but I have got to figure out what I love. So my style is more of classic elegance. I want my brides and clients to look back on their wedding photos and say, not that, oh my God, I got married in the 80s or, oh my God, that is truly early 90s. You know, I want them to think classic estate tables, beautiful crystal, tons of candlelight, beautiful flowers, but not just your typical roses or your garden roses or your peonies, but looking at other flowers that you never really saw the beauty in before because anybody can make you a hydrangea ball. I can That's make right. In seven minutes, trust me, they've clocked me already because I had to <laughs> knock out like fifteen, you know. Um, and and so, what we're doing is we have this big, we have this big branding style shoot 
that we have scheduled at the end of the month at this beautiful new venue um, in Nashville called 1410. We have the most amazing vendors coming in to create this magical world for me. We have beautiful wedding dresses, hair and makeup. I just got an email today saying that um, American Jewelry is going to be on board. So they're going to provide all of the diamonds for this style shoot. Um, we have beautiful mirror tables, glass. I mean, it is just, it's my personal style. It's almost like that movie. If you build it, they will come. Amen. You know? Because I can't tell you how many people, I should have known something was crazy when, when the last bride was like, can you spray paint some flowers for me? What? And I was like, well, what color? (laughs) (laughs) She's like, teal. I was like, oh God. Okay. (laughs) You know, and, and five years ago, that would have been fine. But I realized that that's not me. Right. It's not me. Classic elegance, luxury. I can't, t- I, it's, I'm so excited for what's about to happen. And then also these vendors that are on my vendor list, my preferred vendor list. And I don't know if you know, Angela, but you're up there as one of the three wedding planners and my, and whoever I send you will be able to afford you know that I'm not wasting nobody's time. I'm sorry. It's a different experience. It is a different experience. But what I've done is I put together these beautiful luxury gift boxes to give my clients. So I have these matte black beautiful boxes that we have um, a bottle of champagne. We have boss water. Um, I've gotten a custom candle created because I'm also coming out with a candle line um, that I'm going to be able to um, have as a shop option on my website pretty soon. So we've custom made these candles that are, the scent is going to be sparkling champagne and they're going to put rose gold and gold flecks inside the candle for me. I love it. It's a matte black uh, candle. Um, The the jar is actually a matte black. We've changed our logo a little bit um, because I really, I want to stay true to myself. Period. I love it. I love it. I got to be honest. I, it's just like these clients are paying thousands of dollars for like the last wedding I worked, this lady paid a hundred thousand dollars for flowers alone. And that's fine for her if that's what she wants, but I have to be able to execute that. And I have to be able to know what I'm talking about. And I have to be able to have a team that is just as professional because that's a lot of money and we don't want to waste that. We don't want to make mistakes with a hundred thousand dollars. We don't want to make a mistake with $5,000. So every penny matters. Every penny matters. So that's what we've done. We've transitioned. I've identified who I am. I've identified what my brand is. I'm strategically marketing. I've gotten a lot better with social media. Um, All of my contracts are done my contact forms, um, just everything, just even down to my floral recipes. Because if you get with a wedding planner that is, that truly knows what they're doing, they're going to want to know what floral recipes look like. They're going to want to know how many counts, how many this, how many that, um, you know, is there extra? Um, are the cake flowers separate? Um, every, it's just, it's a different world. And where I was then, I didn't know. I was not ready three years ago to take 
a $6,000 wedding, let alone a $10,000 wedding. But look at how far you've come. Yeah, it took a lot. It's been ugly. Some of the ride has been ugly. (laughs) I am not going to lie. It makes you stronger, right? It does. And there's something that you always say. You said it's not a bad wedding or a bad situation. These are just teachable moments. Like these are there's a specific word that you use and I can't get it off. They're, the opportun- they're opportunities. That's, that is, you yeah. don't know what you don't know. And a couple of things that I, I really want to point out, like, because you've really learned the value in a very short period of time. So first, when we first talked about video and social media, I remember you would never show your face at first. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> and you would be like showing the flowers and a dress. And I'm like, but where, where are you, Curry? Um, and you're like, oh, I, I, don't, I don't have makeup on. I'm like, girl, listen, mm-hmm. I was so you years ago where I, and people don't believe me when I say I'm a behind the scenes girl. I don't want to be in front of the camera. I don't need to be on the camera. I don't want to be in the, the spotlight. It's about me putting other people in the spotlight, making them look good and their stuff look pr- looks pretty. But the moment I started to put myself out there and just be more open and honest and it's like, shit ain't perfect. And no, I don't always have makeup on. In fact, half of the week I'm in PJs with my dogs working on my couch. Like that's yeah. just reality. And it's like, once people know you're human and they start to see you, not only did you put your face out there on social media, you physically got out there and you started to network and you started to give to the community and you started to be intentional about your networking and you started to really, again, put your face out there and you've got to put yourself out there. And so you have learned that 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 works so that's the first thing that I'm so proud of you because I remember when you started (laughs) it was terrible the lighting was horrible but it's not about that it's about the value that you're showing and it's not about perfect lighting it's not about perfect clothes and hair and makeup because that shit ain't real. Like, it's just not. Like, that's not reality. It's and not. don't even get me started on reality shows with weddings. But that's a whole other tangent. But the other thing to point out is that you have learned in a short period of time that if you are in control and you drive the experience, not just from the florals, but your florals can shine even greater and deeper and you can enrich the overall look, feel, visual, identity, whatever you want to call it, of everyone's event, if you have a say in a collaboration with not only the design vendor slash team, but you're driving that entire experience. And that can make your, again, it can make your floral shine. And that's something that you kind of just have to go through. And so when people say, well, do you use so-and-so and so-and-so and and why are you in bed with so-and-so? Because, I mean, do they pay you a kickback? It's like, it's not about money, first off. It is about relationship, having the same goals, being on the same page. And every time I break my process, 
I literally want to strangle myself. And still to this day, almost 20 years in, I broke my process last week. I don't know if you saw my story and what the florist did. <laughs> did you see it? Wait, what the florist? Oh, so, no. It was a friend. This was a, a wedding for over 500 people outside. We went through two tornadoes. And, and, and then all of a sudden, it, it was like perfect. Like the weather was perfect. Um, every single one of my normal team vendors um, were like, how can we help? What can we do? What, I mean, everybody was just like in action panic mode, but in a, in a good way. And so that we get the ceremony started, we move it back an hour and a half, and then I'm going into the tent and I'm like, why are all of the flowers sitting on the tables in Oasis and Lumi dishes. And I'm like, I'm confused. And I'm like, maybe the glassware is under the table. Because I did say, I'm like, put everything under the table. Like, put chairs on top of the linen so they don't fly away. Um, you know, we have 40 minutes before this crazy storm's coming in. And so finally, one of my team members got her on the phone. And she's like, oh, I took all the vases because Why? it was too windy. And she said, you know, in my contract, I have a clause that said liability wise that I have the right to make that call. And I'm like, well, a couple things. First off, if I had been involved in the design from day one, we would never, ever, ever, ever have those tall vases in an outdoor wedding, period. Like that's just kind of common sense. Mm -hmm. Like you just don't do that. And, I, and again, I've learned from experience. They've never done a wedding this large. They do have a cute little shop. Um, but having a shop and doing off-site events, it's like a restaurant and off-site catering. 180 Correct. degrees difference. Correct. And it, it's so different. And so she's like, I'm like, so that's the first thing. I was like, well, was like secondly, liability. I mean, if you have insurance, you shouldn't be worried about anything. You nope. know, I, I realize the safety, but why the hell did you leave? I mean, these people invested a lot of money into you and this event at their home. Really, that was like for the whole town. She left it on the table with just Lomi dishes. Yep. So. That is the tackiest thing I've ever. Holy And guacamole. I wanted to cry because there was I nothing I could do. Nothing. And I'm, she's like, I'm an hour and a half away. What do you want me to do? I'm not driving back over there. I'm like, well, even if you did, like the ceremony's going on, people are about to walk over to the tent. And the fact, I think I was more like hurt, like literally hurt that she just didn't at least communicate to me her concern. And we talk through a plan like just taking them and leave. So, you know, a couple of things, there was no relationship there. There was zero respect. Um, in fact, one of her like little helpers screamed at me throughout the day. I'm like, I don't need your unprofessional opinion. Okay. I think I know what I'm doing. Cause she was like, you just care about what this looks like and you should only care about the bride. I'm like, well, ma'am, when you're hired to do productions like this, I actually have to care about not only 515 guests, but the 220 vendors that are here as well. So it, it's not just about the bride. It's about every single person and every single hand that acts as a team to put this event on. And you can walk away now. <laughs> like, oh, oh, my gosh. Three. 
people. I'm so tired of it. It's you know, awful. It's, it's, if you want, see this, that was the moment. That was the moment that made me want to give up like a couple months ago because I had a similar thing. This was an indoor wedding, okay? This was an indoor wedding. We were unloading this particular place. You do not have, there's a partial cover over the top of the loading dock in the back. But if you're unloading from a car, you physically have to take everything out and slide it on the covering. But not all of that is cut. The skies opened up. Everything got rained on. Bouquets, vase boxes, you name it, it all got wet. I was like, oh my God. But because I'm there and I'm professional, you keep the party going. The cake person, she helped us move everything in. Um, You know, we we got everything in there. Um, The bride there's a reason why we want to be a part of everything so that it is perfect. The bride left a box and this box had a very important items in it, like the aisle runner. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, there was just a lot of things missing. This vendor was supposed to bring a hoop. She advertised one particular hoop for rent. What was dropped off was something completely different. Oh no. Yes. And it was supposed to be crystals and flowers on it. We tried to put the flowers the things started tilting. I said, I can't do this, Jesus. No, nope. I cannot. One of the one of the uh, roses fell off the bouquet because it got drenched. But because I am a professional, I was trained to repair a rose on spot with a gauge wire. I okay. can do it. Gauge wire went through my finger. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> While all this is going on, my son is also having a graduation party. Okay, so I'm like missing the graduation, but it's fine. My clients paid me to be there. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dedicated. It's fine. My mom was at the party. His other mom, which is like a family friend, we call her his other mom. She was there. There were people in place to be there for him so that I can do my job. But it just, the wedding started 30 minutes late. The bridesmaids were not ready. Um, it was just, everything about it was just... Oh, and I, it was, it was one of those weddings. And I said, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. And then I got that dreadful email the couple days later with like a list of things that were wrong. And people have no clue what you do behind the scenes to pull it together. They have no clue. I didn't have any rose petals. And my daughter didn't have rose petals to throw down the aisle. And I like, I had them. They were ready. They were available. They were in a bucket. They were ready for you guys. Wedding planner told me not to put them out because you guys didn't have an owl runner. And she said the wedding was running late and she did not want to deal with that. What am oh, I supposed to do? Exactly. You know I mean? So it's just like, it was one of, so I absolutely love the wedding planner. She's sweet. I've worked with her multiple times. So I love her. There was just, there was this disconnect between the bride, the wedding planner, myself, Self and all these other vendors. You cannot plan a wedding it, by yourself if you've already hired a wedding planner. That's their job. It's our job to know that you're bringing in this, you're bringing in that, not this last-minute stuff where your family is toting eight boxes up the stairs and we're supposed to figure out what to do with all the stuff inside these eight boxes. It's not on the spreadsheet. None of the stuff is accounted for. Like I have no idea what this stuff is. Like none. It's a nightmare. <laughs> 
It is an absolute nightmare. So at that moment, I was like, no, this is the time where I launched the Lux line. It's, it, it's the time. Look at how it pushed you. It pushed me. And I am so excited. You cannot even imagine the happiness that I feel of, about, of, of, of what's about to go down. Okay. It's hard to, for me to remember that I'm on a podcast with you because I talk to you like you are my girlfriend and like you are my family. <laughs> and sometimes we're just on here shooting the shit. And, 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 you know, so I apologize to the listeners, but you guys do not understand you are the all world good. of millennials and getting married and the curse of Pinterest and the bank accounts and this and this and this. like, I had one bride just call me and said, you know what, Curry, we don't need your services anymore. And I'm like, it's mm-hmm. fine. And, but it was great because she was honest with me. They could Good. not afford it. They could not afford Good. it. The first invoice was coming up and they, they've already paid the retainer. They know that that's non-refundable. It's part of, it's in the contract. Um, but it got to the first payment and they, they, they bit off more than they could chew. I don't mind being honest like that. I don't mind. Things happen. This is not a perfect world. I get it. But it's made me stronger. That last wedding going awry, it broke me down for a couple of days. I'm not going to lie. I was mm-hmm. depressed. I had just dropped my son off to college. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not washing my hair. I'm only going to eat cookies. No protein. No protein. Cookies and ice cream and sugar. Because it makes me feel better. Correct. <laughs> so it broke me down. And she doesn't understand how defeated uh, I felt as being an entrepreneur. Because I've never, ever had to issue a refund to anybody. I've never had received an email like that. This is seven years of doing this. And I'm, that was the first and the absolute last. And there's always a first and there's always a last. There's but you always. don't know what you don't know until you start to just experience these things. And sometimes you just have to experience it. So you. You, you mentioned bank accounts. And thank goodness this client was honest with you because there have been times in the past where I try to make it work. And then not only do I not make money, I am paying them, the client, to then do it for them. They are like the most unappreciative people. I'm not going to call them bad people, but because again, they don't know what they don't know. But let's talk for a moment about where you were in terms of, oh, I'm a hobbyist. I want to do this for fun, but I might get burnt out. Am I really making any money? Like, how did you change over from like that old mentality to, oh, I actually should probably start tracking and making sure that I am being profitable? What was the first step? There was, after you and I talked and we had our meeting, I was pumped. I was excited. I was working on some things, but as a business owner, there's also procedures and things that you have to, to, to do. Um, there's ways of you to track your money. There are certain, um, there are certain, there's certain documents and paperwork you need, unless you went to school for business, you would never know. There's resale licenses that you need. There's just all these things. Um, you have to find a wholesaler that you like, a grower that you like, if you want to go with a grower. Um, There's just all these things. And it's just not slapping some beautiful stuff together on a table. That's a hobby. 
okay? When we, when there was this pivotal moment where we did this wedding and my husband was like, why are we in the red? I like your husband. Where's the money? He's like, where is the money? He's like, it seems like every time you got a wedding curry, you know, we're cold red for a couple days after that. And we're around here like, you know, not eating top ramen, but we're damn near there. You know what I mean? (laughs) You're supposed to be profitable. Right. But you are, so it's, I had to stop. It was affecting me personally. It was like, it was pulling out monies that from my personal money, because it's like, oh, I forgot to charge for that. or Oh, I forgot to do this. or Oh, I forgot that. So that's when you start putting together these processes. Um, I always add extra money. Um, I always, no, I'm not going to say I add extra money. I always add extra floral. Things break in transport, okay? We put all of our uh, centerpieces on shelves. We wrap them with uh, cellophane and we load them onto trucks. That's how we transport. That's how I transport my larger and smaller centerpieces. Um, It works beautifully and I love that process. But sometimes things can break in transport. Hydrangeas could snap. Any flower can snap. It has a branch. Water sources, vases or vases can tip over. All these different things can happen. So not only did do I quote them for what's needed, but I also add an extra. Like the girl was like, I only have 15 tables. Well, I'm going to do 17 because something could break. If there's a vase that breaks when we get there, I have to be able to replace that. Okay. Um, they, somebody else asked me, why do I require full payment 60 days before the event? Because if I'm ordering something specifically for your wedding and it comes in damaged, I need enough time to return that to the the vendor and get a replacement. You can't do that when you're down to the wire. You can't. They don't understand that there's little things that we need that we have to charge for. There's floral tape. There's ribbon. There's paint. If y'all knew how much a floating candle was, I swear to God, you wouldn't ask for it. Okay. (laughs) Even wholesale, not retail, that's wholesale. wholesale, you know, and then it's like, you also have to have backup plans for your backup plan that's because right. that particular flower, because the soil is different, because the moisture is different, because they've had more rain than they typically have, that particular flower could come out a completely different color or off a shade or what comes in does not look good. It's extremely saturated. Um, Flowers are like children. I, I found myself, excuse me, educating my clients more. Amen. I, everybody thought that we were doing time lapses because they were cool. No, we're doing time lapses so I can show you why you are paying that production fee. Like, seriously, that last wedding that I helped with, with the flower shop, we hung 10 thousand tulips wow overhead floating chandelier at the country music hall of fame the labor how labor intensive it was like there's a reason why these things have a cost to them absolutely sorry 
if you want me to move this from this place to this place after the ceremony's over, there is a fee for that. The item may have to be broken down. It may be a two-part process. It may need two people to happen. Usually a flip, we only have a certain amount of time. They don't call it happy hour because they, I mean, they don't give you, they don't call it cocktail hour because you get a full hour. Sometimes cocktail hour is 45 minutes. So it means that I have to have all hands on deck to completely flip this room. And depending on what venue you're at, there's a possibility that you could get some help from the staff of the venue, but it really depends on the venue and if they like you. And most venues don't have people to A, help you or B, you know, some people would sit back and be like, they're stupid, they're incompetent, they're this, they're that. And I hate it when people do that because, again, it's like they don't know what they don't know. And I'll never forget when the Omni opened in Nashville. We did the very first wedding there. It was an Indian wedding of all cultures. <laughs> and the pe- the banquet staff there, they were putting – they were just trying to help. They were putting the linens on inside out. They were scorching the side of the votives. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. So I'm like, did you all go through training? Because these are seams and it's like you're wearing your clothes inside out. And I'm like, and then when you turn the votive that way, it makes the glass black. And so I just want to make sure (laughs) you were trained, right? And they're all looking at me like, no. I'm like, okay, everybody huddle around here. There's, There's three things and we'll talk about this later. And like, I'm not upset, but you got to go back and make sure that every linen is not only this way, but the seams are this way <laughs> because guests are coming in this way. And Correct. then if you, if you lit candles because you're trying to help, thank you, but go to the bathroom and get a rag or go into the back of the catering kitchen and get a wet rag and wipe the side of those candles that you made black. And so it taught them. It's like, I wasn't rude. They're not stupid, but like no one told them this. No one. And they don't know. And so it just, it's so sad to me sometimes when people react so negatively. And so it, it, the key word that you have said is education. And you know that that's where my heart is. Um, It is. I know we're going to be losing you in the wedding world pretty soon. Um, I just, I need to educate, like the older I get, the younger they get. And they, they don't know what they don't know. And somebody has got to step up and teach these people because if not, our industry is going to continue to go down, not up. And we've got to stay elevated. We've got to stick together. We've got to support each other. And again, going back to GSD and getting shit done and making sure that you're being profitable and you can do your passion and you can do this full time, but you got to know a little bit about business. So, I mean, I literally had to tell one venue, I was like, I understand that we have to be out of here by a certain time. I usually try to get back for strike possibly 30, 40 minutes before everything starts to die down. Um, because we're back there and we're separating things and we're organizing things so that we can strike and put all the vases back into the correct boxes that we can, we have certain special containers for votives. Um, I don't, if your team is going to blow out the candle, that's fine. One, do not blow it out like your Shrek. Do you Mm -hmm. know how much work it is that I have to take all of the wax off of that pillar candle 
or out of that Moet Maz, like you don't understand. Um, so blow it out. Um, try not to do it like it's a hurricane. Um, and just leave them there. Or if you want to put everything together, just put it on one table. Like, I appreciate you wanting to help. But when there are mirror pillars, Lord Jesus, from accent decor that are extremely fragile, and you guys are lifting this up like it's a paper box, your <laughs> nerves bad, okay? Because I pay a lot of money for my inventory. Yeah. I have a lot of crystal, a lot of things in in our um, in our storage that a lot of, a lot of florists and designers don't have new things mm-hmm. that have come out that they don't have. And it, this stuff costs money. It really does. Yeah. So I understand you want to be gone and I understand you want everything broken down and we're going to do that, but we're going to do that without breaking my stuff. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. they were like, yes, ma'am. You know, it's just like, I, I don't go to Hobby Lobby and pick up the stuff despite what these brides may think. I don't. Exactly. Okay? It don't work like that. <laughs> no, it's not that easy. This is, I'm buying these items in wholesale. I'm buying them in large quantities, even down to the candles. I'm buying them in large candles, then in large quantities. And they're not stored just anywhere. They're stored in air condition, you know, so that they yep. won't melt. So there's just, the last three years has been so pivotal for me and my business, learning, being hands-on, understanding what works, what does not work, but there's another level that Curry and Co. is going to. And I'm excited to see where God is taking me. I'm excited to see this brand move in the play, to move in the direction that I want it to. I don't want to just be a regular, oh, I know Curry or da 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 da. No, everybody who's somebody in this industry, I want them to have great things to say about me. That's I want awesome. them to say, I haven't worked with her yet, but I'm excited to. Because she's really sweet. She's kind. I saw her work. It's beautiful. She's professional. I'm always on time. I've never been late to an event. <laughs> Despite all the stuff you have to go through to get there. Oh, my God. Geez. And then we may have to talk about this when it's not recorded. But, um, yeah, I had to get a new assistant. Yeah. Oh. Don't you love those stories? Don't you? Absolutely. It's hard to find good help, sweet Jesus. But it um, makes you stronger. It does. And so we have and some better. great new team members um, for larger weddings. I have a group of freelancers that will come and help me for larger events. Um, women that I know their work and that they're beautiful. And these are kind, sweet girls. So I'm super excited to have those extra hands as far as mm-hmm. team, um to help me out. So I'm excited excited about everything. I cannot wait. If you can stop by the venue on the 28th, just to check it out, you are more than welcome. We'll send you home with some goodies and some cakes and that kind of stuff. But it is, it is, it's do or die for me. This is, this is such a huge moment and I'm going to celebrate it and I'm going to enjoy this moment because I've worked hard to get here. That's right. I've worked hard. This is not an overnight thing. Lord knows. <laughs> and so I want I want to make sure that I clarify something because some people they ask me they're like what are your thoughts on photo shoots and what are your thoughts on styled shoots and what are your thoughts on this what are your thoughts on that and so I know you well and so I know what you are going to be doing and putting out is something that is obtainable in the culture that we live in right now and so there are some times where I'm 
talking or speaking. And I'm like, I don't do photo shoot. I don't do that. Like it's, it's, and so just to clarify, I think it's wonderful to do a styled shoot when you know what you're doing and you can recreate it and you've got the team to do it and you're launching some new ideas, you're launching a new brand and you absolutely 100% are putting photos and videos out there of things that you can recreate. The style shoots and the photo shoots I do not believe in is when you're creating this off the wall shit that of course it's going to make people pin it and share it and it's going to go all around the internet. But when you can't create it for three, four, 500 people, why the F are you doing it? So I love that because you're a realist. And I also know that you have set a couple goals for yourself. And so what are some of those goals and what are you doing to work towards those goals every day? <laughs> so one of the goals that I have is um, in two years, I've, I've, let me tell you something. I've had offices all over Nashville. I've had warehouse spaces. I've had a bunch of stuff and they don't always work out for me. Um, one, because I'm jumping and I was not planning. One of my goals is to have a space in an ideal location. And in this space, I want to have beautiful floor to ceiling windows because I love window treatments. Um, a lot of people don't know, but I used to do window treatments for Victoria's Secret. Um, oh, wow. I, I knew that. That's awesome. Yeah, about 18 years ago, I did uh, makeup for Victoria's Secret, and I also did their window displays. So I love doing window displays. Um, it, it's it's where my heart, I, I, I just absolutely love it. So I want to have a space where there's beautiful floor to ceiling windows so clients can come in and actually see walking by like, oh my God, that is so stunning. I want them to be able to walk in and have a little bit of a showroom, even though I do get a lot of my rental items for tabletops and stuff like that through companies like Please Be Seated and White Door and that kind of thing. There are certain items that neither one of them carry. So I try to have those, um, especially like more rose gold options because that's my signature color and my style. And I've noticed I've had a lot of clients really love the rose gold just as much as I do. So um, we're bringing in more charger options and plates and that kind of thing that has a little bit more table numbers. Um, I have a lot of picture frames and things like that that are gold and um, terrariums and that kind of thing. So we're bringing in a lot more options, but I want to have an area where they can actually go and look at things. Um, and I want to have a photo wall. I want to have a canvas, big, huge canvas wall of all of my favorite bouquets, brides, dresses, things that that just, it's almost like showing my growth over the years of my favorite things. And I want to be able to have that. Um, I want to have a conference room that's large enough to fit um, at least 12 people so that um, different vendors can come and we can powwow and we can talk. Um, I want to have a big, huge screen TV on the wall so that we can pull up things through Apple TV and talk about things and pull up Pinterest and I can actually meet with my clients. Um, I would like to have um, an extra room, not too big, but large enough to where we can do classes, uh, floral classes. I love them, but it's really hard to find a space that uh, is comfortable um, I did my first floor class about a year ago. It was super successful. A lot of people have been asking me to do it again. Um, you I did should. that. 
I love like I love teaching too. I love and it's just it, I don't have to teach you how to do all this stuff, but just some of the basic things so that you can feel confident enough to walk into your local Trader Joe's and you can do yourself a personal centerpiece to make you happy every single week because everybody does not you know, have the money to invest in these delivery services of flowers every single month or monthly subscription services or something like that. So just enough for them to know to be able to go in there and confidently pick out, you know, some beautiful flowers and filler flowers and greenery and know what they're looking for. Um, so I want to have a space where we can do that and maybe hold like small, um, just small events, like just maybe like, um, like a floral crown class or like if somebody just wants to have tea with their girls or like a little small bridal shower or something like that. Nothing huge, but I want a multi-purpose space. Um, but more, like I said, the showroom in the front and then in the back, I want there to be multiple tables for my designers and then okay. warehouse space in the back. So um, there is a lot of companies that have that same sort of, thing or setup but they're mostly in LA because they do the Oscars they do a lot of um a lot of events with um just movies and award ceremonies so they have more of that setup in in LA and maybe a few in Miami but there's nothing like that here in Nashville and that's what I want to do I want it to be a design firm I want it to be a multifunctional space um and I want to be able to do mock-ups right then and there for my client it's hard um, to go to all of these different venues and get permission to come in and do a mock-up and then you have to work mm -hmm. with whatever coordinator is there and then they may not want to stay to do it um, you know so it's just I want a space where I can have the bride and her family come as well as the wedding planner and look at the mock-up and look at all of the the beautiful items and vases and center people laugh at me when I say vases they're like they <laughs> no everybody I've been around lately, I've been the oldest one in the room. <laughs> I'm like, I call it whatever the hell I want to call it. That's right. Like I said, I said, peony, I said, peony one time to one girl. And she's like, you mean peonies? I was like, listen, it costs the same price. Okay. <laughs> I, well, cause I'm like country, you know, I'm from the country. <laughs> and so I'm like peony. And then they're like, Oh, what? And then, you know, I'll say vase and they're like, what? And you know, it's like I make two syllables out of one. You know what? But it's but they knew what you were talking about. Exactly. It don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I had to have a moment. I was like, girl, don't get extra with me, okay? I can spin circles around you. I'm older than you, your boyfriend, your dog. Like, don't 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 do that. Like, let's not go there. So that that is my ultimate goal is for um, and I really want to get into corporate a little bit too. I I love doing corporate events. I really do. Like this. You know, we have the NFL draft here. Mm -hmm. Everybody and their mama was here. We had everybody from Spotify to Pepsi to, um, you know, just ESPN. Um, I just left when I did the uh, site visit with Steak. She was telling me that they used the private room upstairs only for interviews. They were interviewing the football players up there. So ESPN had a camera and everything just like set up in that room. Um, and I want to be able to bring in beautiful florals for things like that. Um, so I'm, I'm moving, trying to get into the, the corporate sector as well. Um, I think every florist in Nashville is all different. Um, they're all different. We all have something different to bring to the they table. Are. There's a couple of them that's trying to scale greenery all up on the damn walls. And I don't get that, but <laughs> just like, <laughs> I'm like, how in the hell is that beautiful? 
Like I can go uh-huh. outside and look at the tree and it does the same thing on my grandma's back wall. You know, uh-huh. it, 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 it's poison ivy, but you guys are just taking this <laughs> weird. But, I, you know, it, 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 but it's not for everybody. That's why I had to identify my own personal style. So that's I'm what I'm so trying. proud of you. Working on branding, we've gotten um, for my gift boxes. We've gotten custom um, like tissue paper stickers, just giving people an overall experience. Um, yep. Delivering the personal flowers in specialty vases and um, boutonnieres and specialty boxes and that kind of thing. So I'm just cleaning things up a little bit. Still the same processes. Um, just looking more whole and complete as a company. Um, Well, and I love, it sounds like now that you know how to be profitable and you know you are making money, it sounds to me like you are reinvesting some of that back into yourself, your company, your business, and the people. Because without the people, we're some fun girls with cool ideas (laughs) with no one to do them on. So. It's just, it's all about reinvesting and you're investing in yourself and your brand, which is very important. And, you know, in the beginning, it's hard to do that because you need money to make money (laughs) and then you can reinvest it. Yeah. And it's just like, (laughs) I'm so sorry for the coughing, but I was in and out of coolers all last week. All good. And I'm like, what is going on? My poor body can't take it. I had to take some echinacea. Angela, <laughs> Lord Jesus. <laughs> That's what us country girls do. We take echinacea yes. and we don't feel good. And yes. it's like, There's we don't have time to be, have to be done. Correct. We can't be sick, but I'm so excited. I am blessed. I'm so highly favored. So excited for you. Girl, I we are going to be so beautiful. It is. We are out of time. I could talk to you forever. But quickly, I want to just say, like, you have done such an amazing job. You have been pushed to the max. You're going to continue to be pushed as you launch the new brand of Curry & Co. Lux. You are going to be pushed doing your candles and your gift boxes. And you're going to add to your inventory. And like, I, I can close my eyes and see it, that you're going to reach your goal. And I can also close my eyes and see it where all these people are going to be coming to you saying, can I rent that? And can I rent that? And can I do that? And, then, and, and you're going to be able to have the power to say yes or no. Yeah. And it all comes down to focus, relationships, and goals. And I could not be more excited for you because you can, can see it now. You can see it. I can. There's a plan. You yes. have to have a plan, people. I'm so sorry. You gotta write it <laughs> Don't down. be sorry. It's just how it is. Because, you know, we all try to go free. I'm going to say this really quickly because I know you got to go, but it's like you're so excited in the moment. And you're like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to start an Instagram and I you know, and then you're trying to copy off of other people. And it's just like, no, be true to yourself. Strategically plan. If it means getting a hotel room by yourself and just banging some stuff out and taking your laptop, do it. Yeah. Write it down. As you get to reach these goals, check them off. As a matter of fact, when I get off of this phone with you, I'm going to go look back at the list that Aja sent me. <laughs> I love so it. Miss nothing. You know? <laughs> I love it. I love you, ladies. I am so thankful for you Aww. and Aja 
for even starting and lighting this fire because this is a blaze that I don't think is going to go away. And somebody tried to throw water on it a couple months ago, but I just, you know, <laughs> kept fueling the fire and I was like, no, not today, Jesus. Um, right. So I am so excited. I'm so pumped and I cannot wait for everybody to see what happens from this new uh, launch of this new brand. So I will share That's those amazing. photos with you and I'm so excited. Yay! Well, guys, if you do not follow Curry, you got to go and do it. And we will be looking for your new website, curryandcoevents.com, as you start gearing up to launch that. Congratulations on your new brand. And guys, again, be sure to check out Curry and Co. And be, like she said, be watching for those photos and those time lapses. And you always can learn something from another professional in the industry. So thank you so much for your story and sharing your journey and where you've come. I'm so excited for you and everybody for listening. Thank you so much. Be sure to subscribe to Business Unveiled so you don't miss the next juicy episode of what's coming up next. So everybody have a great day. Bye. Bye. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with your friends. And I'm so very grateful if you leave a review. Be sure you are a subscriber so you never, ever miss the juicy details of Business Unveiled. Also, be sure that you are part of my email list. And if you're not, sign up today at AngelaProfit.com where I share valuable resources and exclusive products with only my subscribers. Now, before I go, I want to ask you, if you have a story or a product to share with the creative industry, please let me know. To be considered as a guest on Business Unveiled, visit AngelaProfit.com and submit a podcast guest form. Until next time, remember to stay productive and profitable. You've been listening to Business Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time as we share our experiences to help you be more productive and profitable in your creative business. For more great resources, visit AngelaProfit.com.